Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. and saying, oh, let's both do it. Let's put our feet together and we'll, she's concocted this idea how we'll sell all these pictures. And I got to admit, well, I guess if you want to use my feet in some pictures and you can make some money off of it, I mean, why not? If I don't have to do the heavy lifting, you're the one that wants to sell it. Maybe we could do like a 60-40 split. <laughs> he had reached over and kind of grabbed my neck and was kind of really moving me in a sensual way. And I was like, it just, boom. I mean, the flood came back to me. It was like all the times we'd ever been together just hit my memory banks all at once. I love it when I'm all about that. When a man runs his fingers through my hair, pulls my hair, grabs my hair, strokes it, pets it, moves it out of my face. I mean, just anything with my hair and his hands. Yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, it is a big episode, guys. It's episode 300. Yes. Yay. Episode 300. That means, let's see, I have, I have been doing this show for, I guess, six years and seven months. Yes. And here I am, episode 300. I, let me see if I can throw a sound effect in there. Okay. <laughs> That's like, and okay. And on episode 300, that is the first time I used a sound effect. Very well. I love it. Let me see. There's some cheering too. Let's try that. <laughs> okay. All right. Enough of that. I'm just goofy. I'm actually, I'm, it's pretty interesting. I mean, 300 episodes who fucking knew when I started all this? I thought it was a year that was going to be that. I'm out of here. I'm going to document this and run the other way and go back to my, my vanilla life and resume it as uh, right as I left it. But that did not happen, as you guys well know. And so this time, what I want to do is I'd love to answer your questions. I get a lot of questions and some stuff that sometimes gets buried and I don't always get to get through it. But most of the weird kind of quirky off the cuff stuff, I don't answer because I don't want to encourage it. (laughs) But this episode, this is just really going out to all the crazy fucking kinksters that have asked me weird shit over the years. And here's a little sampling of my inbox. Okay. This is from Josh. She says, I love a meaty pussy. Do you have long labia? Will you measure them? Just like you have a height requirement. I have a meat curtain requirement, minimum three inches long or I'm not turned on. (laughs) Okay. Well, so I have my tape measure right here. Do you hear this, Josh? Hear that? I always have like, there's I really interesting. It's always like a tape measure somewhere. Like I've got a few of them. So I keep one in the office and then one in the utility room. Okay. So I don't have long labia, 
but I did measure them for you. (laughs) And do you know what I noticed as I was looking? I'm like, I mean, I've noticed this before, but for whatever reason, when I took my pants down, I really like stood out as I have like one labia that's longer than the other. You know, your body's naturally asymmetrical. (laughs) So I measured them both for you. Okay, there we go. For episode number 300, Josh, we're going to measure my labia. And let's see, the left side is, it looks like half an inch. And then the, which I guess would be what, seven centimeters? Is that how, is it 14 centimeters in an inch or is it 12? I forget, geez. Anyway, whatever the halfway point is there. Okay, so then on the right-hand side, which I know pretty much everything on your body's asymmetrical. So that looks like it's, I think, so if my left was seven centimeters, right, which is half of an inch, is that right? Seven centimeters. And then on the right-hand side, it's, yes, eight and a half. It's not nine, but it's, yeah, eight and a half. So it's slightly, it it hangs out a little bit longer. (laughs) I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You can read your like your, the lines on your hands. You know, maybe, maybe the if you read the length on your labia, maybe there's something to that. Like you could read my fortune. I don't know. But Josh, it sounds like I do not pass your labia, your minimum labia length requirements. Sorry, there's no future for us. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to really think about this. This is kind of devastating that I'm not meeting somebody's standards here. <laughs> standards of beauty. My labia is falling short. And I'm sure I could do something to stretch them. Maybe some cultures uh, like that. But yeah, no, I, I'm good. I'm good, Josh. I'm good where I'm at. And uh, good luck to you in finding long labia ladies. Mm, that's L cubed. Okay. Here's my next question. It says, can I get pictures of your feet? I will pay. Can I pick the polish color? Now that wasn't obviously too weird, but I do get the feet stuff from time to time. Usually it goes a little bit more explicit than that. And this message. In fact, it, I sort of edited out <laughs> all the other stuff, which is about my feet around his dick and the cum dripping down and onto my feet and blah, 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 blah. And that's why he wants to pick the color. I just sort of pulled the questions out just so I could abbreviate it. But yeah, it, he has quite, this is from MH. He has quite detailed thoughts and ideas about my feet jacking off his cock and him coming and all that good stuff. I don't sell pictures of my feet, MH, but I've definitely had that thrown my way before. And then I was talking to another podcaster yesterday about it and she is going to start doing it because she gets asked to. And I was like, and she, she was then saying, oh, let's both do it. You know, let's, let's put our feet together and we'll, she's concocted this idea how we'll sell all these pictures. And I got to admit, well, I guess if you want to use my feet in some pictures and you can make some money off of it, I mean, why not? If I don't have to do the heavy lifting, you know, you're the one that wants to sell it. Maybe we could do like a 60, 40 split. (laughs) We'll put your feet in the forefront and mine kind of in the back. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's something I I guess I'm not opposed to. Why not sell pictures of my feet? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but, or my hands. I prefer my hands. I think, well, I do like my feet. And this guy, oh, I'm sorry, MH, you were also asking me how big they are. My feet are a size eight and I'm a 5'10". 10 woman. So that's actually kind of small. Seven and a half, eight is really where I land. Sometimes seven and a half, sometimes eight just depends on the shoes. But my feet are definitely on the smaller side for my height. Most of my friends have like nines and tens and they're shorter. 
than me. So a lot shorter. So I got my grandma's little feet and I got my grandma's hands and which are, I think, very feminine. So I'm more of a fan of my hands, if you must know. I think like I could do hand modeling for like jack off pictures. You know, you want some nice hands in there. I'm happy to volunteer for that. All right, MH, thank you. Thank you for being part of episode 300. I appreciate you with your fun message. Okay, next one, Charles, what do you taste like? I had a girlfriend who used to taste like Campbell's chicken noodle soup and it drove me crazy. Miss that, want to find it again. (laughs) Okay, Charles, no, I don't know. (laughs) I don't actually know because I don't, don't eat pussy. And I'm not sure about this Campbell's chicken noodle soup thing, but it's kind of weird because... When I was growing up, I loved Campbell's chicken noodle soup. I can remember my mom was a great cook, but my dad not. No, my dad was a good cook, but but with certain things. More like he was a diver, so he would catch a lot of seafood. And he was good with that stuff, but... And barbecuing. But there were times where it was like, okay, your mom's gone. You're going to have some, let's just open up a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And then I would have bread with butter on it. It had to be soft though. And that was like, that to me was my fantasy dinner. Like I just loved it. My mom was kind of hippy dippy and always made these big, great, wonderful, wholesome meals with everything balanced, you know, with a vegetable, starch, the salad, all that, you know, just the main course. Like she went all out. Like every meal was this great, amazing homemade meal. And then my dad's like, let's just open up a can of chicken noodle soup. Here's some bread with butter. Bob's your uncle. There you go. So I don't know. Why did I get Why did I get off on that? I don't know, Charles. Okay, back to you and your desire to find a pussy that tastes like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. See, I think mine tastes like, it tastes like nothing. I mean, really, it's the strangest thing. I have guys that tell me what I taste like, right? They're like, oh, you taste like this. And they like the way I taste and they'll say they like the way I taste. And they like the way I smell. I'm like, well, how do I taste? Like, what is it? And they can't really kind of give me an exact thing. So sometimes I'm like, are they just fucking with me? Is this like, they're just saying that shit? Do they really like the way I taste or are they blowing smoke? I don't know. Hard to say. So I don't know what I taste like and I can't answer that question. And therefore I would think that if I did taste like chicken noodle soup, Charles, that somebody would have told me after all this time, they would have said, that is some tasty chicken noodle soup pussy. Dinner and dessert all in one. (laughs) My pussy is a one-stop shop. No, I don't know. I don't know, Charles. Cannot help you there, but I hope that you find your chicken noodle soup pussy girl. And when you find her that you uh, maybe shoot me back an email, let me know. And you should also ask her if She's been told that and like if guys have picked up on that specific taste and that's what they're tasting as well. Okay, let me see here. Javier, you mentioned on an episode you cheated on a boyfriend. Was the sex better with the guy you cheated with? You should try a Latin guy sometime. Okay, Javier, Javier. So I love these last lines. It's like, boop, boop, boop. Okay, here's what I'm asking about. And by the way, let me just throw you something completely right out of left field. Okay, let's see. I mentioned that I cheated on a boyfriend. I guess I did. I didn't realize. It's like I said, it's been six years. It's been over six and a half years. So worth the content. So, and this is episode 300. So I, yeah, I guess I could have let that slip at one point. That was when I was 18. 18 or was I 18 or not? Yeah, 18. 18. And you know who that I cheated with was HK. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, that was the start of when I met HK, I was 18 and a good friend of mine was a sports 
I guess, recruiter or agent. I can't remember what it was. He was a something. Anyway, he knew HK, who was playing for a professional team. And he invited myself and my other friend, who knew him as well, who knew the sports recruiter guy, to come out with them that he had a, a player in town. And did we want to go out and just have some fun? Go grab dinner, have some fun. I was like, so we said, yeah, sure, let's do it. And so that's where I met HK. And there was just, it was the strangest thing. Like when I first saw him, I was like, oh, I mean, I really did not even, wasn't thinking much about him. I was so kind of, I think I was pretty self-absorbed back then. So I was really just more focused on my outfit. I remember I had something on that I thought was a little too see-through. I had on this white bodysuit, this white Donna Karen bodysuit. And I thought, oh shit, can you see my nips? you know, because I had no bra on and it was very fitting and tight. And I, you know, I, I wish I still had that. I love that thing. Where did that go? Why do you get rid of some of this stuff, this designer stuff? I'm like, why do I get rid of it anyway? So yeah, I had that on and I was pretty preoccupied with it in the very beginning of our date. And I'm like, because I, I was thinking like, I don't want this guy to think I'm a slut or, I'm, or that I'm advertising something, right? I'm not trying to advertise like, hey, I'm flirting with my cheap clothing. Anyhow, it ended up that we had a connection and started seeing each other. And I had to tell my boyfriend. Yeah, I had to tell him. I remember where I was, what I was nervous. I mean, I just remember the whole thing. I remember exactly where we were. We were on the college campus that we went to school at and up in the parking garage. Like at the, we'd driven up to the very, very top. He had just gotten a new car <laughs> with the top down. We're sitting there. He's he's feeling all happy in his new car. And I just felt I was guilt ridden. I just was guilt ridden. And at that point, this was after I had been seeing HK for a little bit. And I knew I was just in love with him. I knew that there was something different about him. And I always point to him as my first dominant. Like he was really the one that I didn't know back then what it was. He was the first, we didn't traditionally label it that way, but he's a dominant guy. And I just was so fucking crazy for him. I mean, I couldn't even stand it. Couldn't see straight. Couldn't not think about him when we weren't together. And that was some powerful shit back then for me being just being young. He was 11 years older and oh God. Yeah. Those, I just remember, that was so fun. Anyway, not the best decision though to uh, obviously cheat on someone. So I'm not condoning that. And what I, what stuck with me though, was that I felt like sh just the shitty feeling. I couldn't live with it. I just couldn't, it, it tore me up. And because of that, really because of that, I, I can't do it to a partner. I, I just don't want to be a part of it. It just, yeah. I will dump somebody before I'll do that again. It's like, no, we got to break up. If I get to that point, I already know. But these are the things, you know what? The stuff like that when you learn when you're young. That I'm glad I learned it young. Not to say that the person who I did it to, like his feelings were any less valid at the time, but it's different than maybe doing it to a spouse when you're married. Things are different. Stakes are higher. So I'm just glad I learned that lesson back then. But to answer your question, was the sex better? Yes. Oh my God. It was... Oh, amazing. Amazing. And you know, when he was here last time, we didn't have sex because I had COVID, but he had reached over and kind of grabbed my neck and was kind of really moving me in a central way. And I was like, it just boom. I mean, the flood came back to me. It was like, 
all the times we'd ever been together just hit my memory banks all at once. And all that feeling, like all those feelings that I was like, whoa, that is some powerful shit. Like when you are really connected with somebody, do you ever really move past it? Or does it just take something like that one touch like that? And you're like, ooh, God damn. Anyway, okay. Charles, sorry, I'm way off on a tangent with that one. I'm getting <laughs> getting turned on just having all these memories. Okay. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. So you said your last thing is that you missed that. Do I know? No, I don't know. Again, I don't eat pussy, but I hope you find your Campbell soup girl and I'm rooting for you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This next one is from JP. I dated a girl who was into trips organics aroused by having their hair shampooed. I had to look it up, guys. I didn't know either. Don't, I looked this up. I put that in quotations for myself so I knew what the fuck he was talking about. Okay, so I'll start over. I dated a girl who was into Tripsolangics. She loved it so much and got me into it. I swear she would almost come in her pants. I could see her getting so close. Your hair is sexy. Can I wash it? Well, I will tell you this. It definitely like, yes, I love it when I am all about that. When a man like runs his fingers through my hair, pulls my hair, grabs my hair, strokes it, pets it, moves it out of my face. I mean, just anything with my hair and his hands. Yes. Grab it, pull it, wash it, condition it, (laughs) whatever you want to do to it. I like it. I'm down for some hair play. Now, I don't know that I would... It's a super big kink of mine. However, definitely love, yes. I mean, a man just grabbing in there, grabbing a handful. And yeah, I love it. It's hot. It turns me on. It definitely gets me going. I have had boyfriends that have washed and conditioned my hair. And yes, it does. It's a major turn on. Amazing foreplay. Guys, if you're you're not sure how to get your spouse or your significant other into the mood, I'm telling you, touch their hair, touch their head, play with it, wash it pamper. Give the, You can pamper them to get them prepped for sex. Just do a little pampering. She'll get turned on. And a man too. It's very sensual. Yes. I mean, oh, okay. Now I'm like, now I'm getting all turned on again. Today is my, this 300th episode. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a weird one because I'm like, I'm just going to bring out the weird comments, the weirder things I get asked that I don't usually answer. But there's something about, yes, there's just something about it. And it's interesting not to go back to HK again, but he used to brush my hair. That's one of the things he used to do. And he would brush it for me. And oh God, I love a man that will brush my hair, play with it, touch it. Yeah. And then pull it in the bedroom. Oh God. Or wherever, pull it wherever you want to pull it. Cause it's, you're going to start like grabbing my hair, touching my head and all that. That just goes straight down to my clit. Like, bing, gets me turned on. Okay, thank you, JP, for that one. This is from Will. Have you ever hitchhiked? I have this fantasy of picking up a strange woman on the side of the road and fucking her brains out and then dropping her off at her final destination. No names or numbers exchanged, just completely anonymous encounter. Do you want to go for a drive, Layla? (laughs) 
Well, I'll tell you something, Will. I'm getting down with this idea. That would be a hot fantasy. But you know, somehow... The thing about this is it's definitely a fantasy. You don't see like those pictures or memes you see of some hot woman in her Daisy Duke shorts and her cowboy boots and her crop top, beautiful, perfect hair, wonderful makeup, sitting out there with her thumb out wanting to hitch a ride. It's going to be some meth fiend who's hitchhiking or some prostitute who will give you a $10 blowjob when she takes your, her teeth out. Like there's... It doesn't go like that. But if we could just go, let's just step into fantasy land together for a little bit there, Will. I'm down with this story. Like this storyline is hot. Yeah. I mean, like I could see that. I'm broken down. Here's how it goes, Will. I'm broken down. And fuck, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. It's hot. I'm walking. Of course, I've got some short shorts on and my long, long legs. I've probably though got some Vans or some low-top Converse on, to be honest with you with those. That's kind of like my little casual or some flip-flops. And But I think I'll go with the Vans. I'm going to have my Vans on and my short jean shorts and a little, how about a white t-shirt? And you come pulling up and uh, I get in. I'm reluctantly getting in because I'm like, fuck, I need to get to a gas station. I need more gas. And you're faster than AAA. And it's like 50 miles to the next gas station. No, let's make it 30. We can get a lot done in 30 miles, Will. Okay, so we're going to, I'm going to take the lead. I'm going to be the frisky one. I'll be the aggressor. I'm looking over. You're tall. You're hot. I can see your nice big hands. And uh, I reach over and comment on those hands. And I grab them, turn them over and kind of look at them and give like a little lingering stroke on them. And that just starts things up. So from there, you know, we do all of our stuff. I'm not going to get into the full story, Will, but you can fill in the blanks. (laughs) Then you just drop me off, wink, give me a little wink and drive away. I love it. Except for now, how am I going to go back to the car with my full gas can? Nah, there we go. I guess AAA for that. Well, so I don't want to do any stranger danger. I've done plenty of that when I was younger. (laughs) In fact, here's a funny one for you, Will. So I haven't officially hitchhiked on the road, but I have on the waterways. And when I was growing up, I um, when I was in college, after got into college, my parents sold the main house that we lived in and bought another house because now I'm out of high school, so they could move. So they moved out to the river, bought a house on the river, and I was still going to school there locally, high, or not high school, college rather. And so I got to just stay with them instead of staying in the dorm. And I didn't really want to stay in the dorm, but I wanted to be on the river because I like to wakeboard and we had a ski boat. <laughs> and so if my dad and I, we would go, what we would do is you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to go without a ski observer, but we would get up because we, you know, our dock's right there. The boat's right there. We would run down there, jump in and I would pull him for some runs. He would pull me for some runs. We'd come right back, jump out. I jump in the shower, start my day. This would be like at six in the morning. Water is like glass. And usually the sheriffs were not out on the water just yet. So we would do that. Now, I loved to wakeboard. And if there was nobody around, like if he wasn't around or we could, and we couldn't find a third, I would actually go take my wakeboard, stand it up, sit out there on the dock. We had patio furniture out on the dock, prop the wakeboard up. That's the, that's the signal, like, come get me. And I would wear my G-string, <laughs> my thong bathing suit. <laughs> yes little known fact, I used to wear a thong. I had several, 
but I would wear a thong because, of course, again, that would also get these guys to stop. All these young guys boating out on the river in their boats. And so I would essentially, yes, hitchhike with them. I would jump on, go for some runs, make some new friends. And it was cool because then I always had guys just, they would, if they're out, they would stop by the house and see if I wanted to go and made a lot of good friends that way. But I'm lucky. I'm real lucky, Will. I've said this a thousand times on this show. I'm lucky I am not, haven't been raped or dead in a ditch somewhere at this point in my life. I have made some not so great decisions with the forethought of my safety involved. (laughs) Jumping on a boat in a boat full of guys, horny guys in a thong bikini, not one of my better just thinking moments. (laughs) I had my ding dong stage too. We all have to have it. And definitely that was uh, not the safest. And usually there's drinking involved and you're driving boats and it gets crowded and anyway, whatever. But it was good. I fortunately always just came across really nice people and had a good time and it was quite popular. (laughs) All right, next question. This is from... Nice uh, fake name here. Kinky MFR. Okay, Kinky MFR. You say, can I send you some... Oh boy, you are Kinky MFR. Okay, that's right. I remember this one. Can I send you some period underwear and you wear them for a week? Hopefully you have a heavy flow and then you can send them to me. I would use them to jack off and would never wash them. I just need to know what your size is. Here he puts his phone number. Okay. (laughs) Kinky MFR. This is different. I'm not trying to kink shame. I don't know what we call this. Is there a real weird word like tripsolganics that is the fetish for, I guess, are you fetishizing periods, women on their period? So that does something for you. You like it. You hope I have a heavy flow. I can hear my male audience just cringing right now with this one. And very, very few would probably be in agreement with you on this. Can you send me some period underwear? By that, I'm assuming you mean the ones that they have now that you just buy and bleed into. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I would assume that's what you mean. And I assume you're not meaning anybody's already pre-used period underwear because no. Hell no. You'd have to buy me a new pair. And I just think this is a little out there for me. I I wouldn't, I can't see myself doing this one, even though it's in theory is potentially harmless, but I cannot see myself actually doing this. But my question is for you, kinky MFR. You said you'd use them to jack off and you'd never wash them. What happens when they got like crunchy and crusty? Would that be like stroking your dick with sandpaper? Like that wouldn't feel good. Or are you allowing the cum to completely miss the underwear and you're assuming that panties aren't crusty after a heavy flow? (laughs) Wouldn't they get dried and sort of stiff? I don't know. (laughs) How does blood dry? I'm not sure. This is just weird. I can't get my head around it. I can't get my head around you wanting to jack off redundantly in them and why that wouldn't get scratchy. I'm just worried about your bits. I mean, to me, that that would hurt. I don't know. All right. Well, kinky MFR, I cannot indulge this one for you, but I'm sure there are plenty of women that would be happy to do this for you and you could pay them and they'd be happy to do it. But I will pass on this one. All right. Let's see. The next one is Steve. He says, I'm into scat play. Have you ever heard of two girls, one cup? How much for you to fill up a cup? Ew! (laughs) No, no, Steve. 
I'm not into scat play. And haven't you listened to me long enough? Holy shit. No pun intended. I no, I am not into scat play. I have heard of two girls, one cup, but vaguely. And so let me try to put this together in my naive brain here. Two girls, one cup. I guess somebody poops in it and then they eat out of it or I I don't know. Yuck, yuck. Why am I talking about this on my 300th episode? You could not pay me enough for me to part with my last stop DNA. (laughs) I, I can't. Yeah, my exiting DNA. I just, I don't think I, yeah, there's not, I mean, I get, I sure I have my price, but it would be exorbitant, like really. And there'd have to be a contract involved and an NDA and all kinds of weird stuff. We'd have to get attorneys involved for that one. Okay, here's my last one. This next one is from Casey. Casey says, I love your voice. I love to pee on my GF in the shower with your podcast on. I'd love to send you a script to read that's about 15 minutes long while I fuck her. Wow, Casey. Okay, what's with you and Steve? You and Steve should hook up. Maybe you guys can like swing. I think I could see some matchmaking here on the horizon. I don't mean you and him. I mean, you and his partner and you and your partner. You love my voice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm feeling a little congested and just weird about it today, but thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you listened to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Thank you (laughs) again. This is interesting. I've never really thought about this. Where's the most interesting place that people listen to the Curious Girl Diaries, guys? That's my question for you guys. Where's the most interesting place you listen to the Curious Girl Diaries? Hopefully there's some salacious stories out there. That would be hot. But let's see, you want to send me a script and you want me to read it for 15 minutes while you fuck her? Is this your way of telling me, Casey, that you can only go for 15 minutes or that your average session is only 15 minutes? Casey, Casey, Casey. Okay, well, I'm going to suggest, number one, if I was to do it, that it should be a 30, at least a 30-minute script and you can go the distance with her. Give her some extra love in there, Casey. I don't know that I want to be reading scripts and all that, but you have plenty. You have This is 300 episode number 300, there are 299 prior to this that you can use and just listen to me while you fuck her. And I do hope that it is longer than 15 minutes, unless it's a quickie and you guys, you know, it's a quickie and you guys are just trying to be quick about it. But I would say, I think sex should go longer than 15 minutes. And I really average session for me is an hour. Anything under that is a quickie. Now I have had traditional quickie quickies. Those are hot and fun, but I don't know. I just, when I have sex, I love it to be an experience, a real event. And even if it's just every day, it's carve out an hour. (laughs) Let's have sex. What else are we going to do? Come on, let's do it. Yeah. I like longer sessions. That's my thing. I'm into it. Okay. Well, Casey, again, I thank you for being a listener and thank you for liking my voice. That's, it's always weird. I appreciate it. It's for some reason, it's a hard compliment to get and people do comment on it. The sound of your own voice, it's just like, you don't want to hear it. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard. I'll sit and nitpick every little thing about it. That's why I don't listen to, I don't listen to my episodes. I record them. I'm making little notes to the editor along the way. And then I send them off to him and he works his magic. If I, it's hard to sit and listen to yourself. You'll edit yourself. You'll just, 
after the fact, I mean, where you have to sit and pay attention. As I'm doing it on the fly when I'm recording, that's fine. But it's torturous to have to sit and go back go back and listen to yourself. You second guess everything you say. You don't like the way you sound. You know, you'll think, oh, that was stupid. Why did I say that? I mean, you know, the negative self-talk gets going. So to hear that you like it and appreciate it and that you think it's sexy enough to have well, shower sex too and even pee on somebody. Thank you for adding the bonus there of peeing on someone while you're having shower sex. I just love it with my voice in the background. That's lovely. Thank you. That's our final tribute. That's my final tribute for this 300th episode. Thank you, Casey. You're closing out the show. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Thank you, guys. I really want to say it's episode 300. I know I've said that like 50 times already, but I can't believe it. Really, this is a big moment for me. I'm still here. The show is still growing. You guys are still listening. Thank you so much. Let's do 300 more. Okay. Love you guys. Everybody stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget, leave me a voicemail. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. Got five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.